This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and it is presented to you by yours truly, Michelle Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, men has been taking the Bible literally and by doing this, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You are God is here to break down the Bible piece by piece and to show you that all the characters, places, and events are nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters, places, and events. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for joining me. And as usual, please go on over to MindWorthyInfo.com and subscribe. You know, we always have some great things coming your way. We try to make the site one where the knowledge and the teachings are always flowing. Thank you so much for joining me. Today we talk about I am the true vine. First, we have to understand the I am. I am is the first and the only name of God that represents who you are as a person. Whatever you place after that, that is what you are. That's why the name is I am that I am. And whatever follows your I am is the outcome of your life. And it decides the concept of yourself and how you look at yourself. So now when we see the true vine, the vine is what connects our tree or connects anything that's connected to the tree to its source. And the vine here is connecting you to the source, which is the tree of life. And the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, mankind eats from these trees every day, whether they are aware of it or not. So brothers and sisters, we talk about we go to John chapter 15 and we see where it says, I am the true vine and my father is a husbandsman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, if you were to look at this on the outside, you would read it literally and you would start thinking of, branches and fruits, but this is nothing more than a metaphor. And allegorically and mystically, it has a deeper meaning. And you see that the name of God is being used as, I am the true vine, and my father is a husbandsman. I am is the name of God speaking of you. The Christ here that is speaking is that higher conscious state that is speaking of how you are the true vine, and you're connected to your father. The father here is speaking of that higher conscious state and the husbandsman is when you're married to this conscious state and you become one with it and you know that every branch that beareth not fruit he taketh away the fruit here is your ideals and your values and all that bringeth forth great things in your life and when branches bear fruit the fruit that is good is what will give you the good life and people bear the bad fruit and the rotten fruit gives them the life that they hate and it breaks them miserable and they start to become filled with nothing more than a hostile tongue and when the tongue becomes hostile thy shall defile themselves and every branch that beareth fruit he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit you see when you have the fruit that is beard and it's good 
and the fruit here that is bared and good is the fruit that will give your life the value so you can bring the value to the lives of others and it bring forth more fruit. So when you're bringing value to others, you're also helping them out. How many times have you been inspired by someone else that did something that was inspiration and you brought forth more creativity, inspiration to inspire another? So that one fruit of inspiration inspired you and it brought forth more fruit. Now, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. The word that cleans you are the words that don't defile you. And what is being spoken here from this higher conscious state is nothing more than the words that will bring you forward more greatness in your life. And you abide in me and I in you. This is showing that, that I first person perspective where you are the Christ of the Bible. When you abide in him, he abides in you because you understand the knowledge and you understand that you are nothing more than the true vine from this tree. And this tree is the tree that you are eating from. And when you eat from it, you gain more and you gain knowledge. I abide in him and he abide in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, the branch does not bear fruit. You abide in the vine. The vine hears the truth, the true knowledge. So when you abide in it, you become one with it and you are able to inspire others and not just yourself. So no more can yea accept yea abide in me. So you cannot be able to be one that is inspiring and one that is also helping out others and bearing more fruit that bears more fruit that bear the fruit that gives the person the inspiration to help themselves and help others unless you understand this concept because I am the vine, yea are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much more fruit. For without me, yea, cannot do nothing. You see what I was speaking earlier about exactly. Without me, me is the higher state of consciousness where one who understands and they raise their awareness, they're able to abide in him. The Christ here isn't that guy that you were taught Christ was. Christ is nothing more than a higher state of consciousness and it is a super conscious knowledge where when one's awareness is awoken and raised, one is Christ-like and that is the true symbol of Christ. And if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Now, when we look at this, we see if a man abide not in me. So we see that this state of consciousness known as Jesus Christ to many is saying those who don't abide in me he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Now, you might take this at face value and take it literally. But when we peel it back and we understand the true meaning behind it, you will see what I mean. And I am going to break it down and tell you. When you see a man not abide in me, and this Christ conscious state is talking, and remember I said that the Christ conscious state is nothing more than a higher state of knowledge and a higher state of understanding and awareness. He is cast forth as a branch. So now, when you come across someone who don't understand that when they raise their awareness, they will gain more out of life and they will see life for what it's supposed to be, and they will go out there and take more out of life and enjoy their life. 
They become a branch that is casted away. How many times have you been around someone who is a constant complainer and is always talking about how life sucks? They are thrown away and they become the branch that are withered away. So it's like they are dying slowly. They're just living and barely getting by and just barely surviving, I should say, and not really living. And the men gather them. You see complainers are gathered together and cast them into the fire and they are burned. They are burned by life and burned by every step they take. And they are living in a life that is hell and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. So now we see where this same conscious state known as Christ is saying, you won't get burned and you won't worry about life and won't complain if ye abide in me and my words because man are three things, words, thoughts, and deeds. Your words shape you. So when you understand your I am and know that what you say has a major effect on you and it has an effect on your feelings and your thoughts and your imaginations and how you bring forth your life and how you become the person who you're supposed to be, then you will know that this Christ abides in you and you are him. And whatever you ask shall come because you trust your inner conscience and you trust your instinct and you know that your words bring forth everything no matter how hard life may be. So if you add horrible words and add words of I don't know in words of doubt, it will give you that burning feeling and you will feel like you're getting burned every step of the way in life. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. The father here is a higher state of consciousness glorified in you when you understand your instinct and ye bear much more fruit. Again, the fruit here are nothing more than your values, your ideals, your characteristics where you bear in more fruit and your inspiration and the fruit you're giving to others. So ye be my disciples. Disciples are nothing more than students. The students of life. That is what the disciple is in Hebrew when you look at the meaning. As the Father hath loved me, you know that the Father loved you. You love yourself. You are connected to that higher conscious state. So have I loved you. Continue, yea, in my love. Love is the foundation of life and love is the foundation of God. And God is you because you are God. Anyone that loves something, they will bring forth it. A police officer loves up keeping the order of society. So he brings forth his love for his job to help others. A pilot loves flying a plane. So he brings forth his love to fly others to their destination. A, um, a prosecutor loves bringing justice to society. So he or she does what they can to play their role in society. A baker loves baking cakes or baking wonderful items for people to enjoy. So they bring forth their love to help others. You see, love is always the foundation of everything in life. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. You see what I'm saying? Even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So we see that this conscious state of Jesus Christ is speaking from a perspective as if his father was separate from him. But we also know that the father is one and you are one with that because this is speaking of you. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be fulfilled. Your joy might be full and fulfilled. 
You see, these things, when they are spoken to you, you speak them into existence and your joy will remain in you. When a man loses his joy, he becomes one that is filled with agony and filled with a bunch of hate and he hates life and he hates everything around him and he hates everyone. He doesn't even have love for himself because his joy is taken. A man whose joy is taken becomes one that is constantly burned by society in every step of the way. He will blame others for his issues because this is a man that's joy is gone. This is my commandment that yea, love one another as I have loved you. You see, it always comes back to loving one another. As I said, love is the basis of everything. A pilot loves flying, so he flies people to their destination. A taxi cab driver loves driving cabs and loves getting people to their destination. A person who is a politician who is really for the people loves serving others and loves serving society, so he does it to help people and does it so he can uplift his community. And when you love someone as much as you love yourself, you understand that that is the order of society because everyone else is yourself reflected. How you treat someone will be a reflection of how you care about yourself on the inner side. Inside, when I see someone walk around miserable and try to treat others as if they're less than them, I see someone who doesn't even have true respect for themselves. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man Lay down his life for his friends. It shows that if you love yourself so much and you love others, you will give your life just to make others happy because that brings you joy. Yea, are my friends, if yea, do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. So all the things and all the states of consciousness that you're in, when you have this instinct in you that you know you're supposed to do better, you are doing what is heard of the Father because it is an instinct that is gathered in you and you are the Father connected to that higher state of consciousness, my friends. You see, this is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. We go back to that and we see that it is really speaking of how one another is you. And I had to say that again to let you know that. So it is in your mind and you know that that is the golden rule, the golden rule of life. That is the order of things. And you're supposed to love others as much as you love yourself, because then you will carry forth a certain vibe and an energy that will bring you all that you desire. In life. Yea, have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I ordained you that yea should go and bring forth fruit. So now you see that when you have walked into this higher state of consciousness and your awareness is up, you are now ordained, and it is like you have been chosen, and you go forth and bringeth fruit by bringeth forth value to others so they can also bring more life. And when fruit is brought, the fruit that is brought here is the fruit that will help others on their journey. And you will help yourself, and it will make you feel great knowing that you have played a role in someone else's success. So, and that your fruit should remain, that Whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, that ye love one another. Again, if the world hates you, 
Yeah, you know that it hated me before it hated you. So you're not supposed to worry about if the world accepts you, if others accept you. Most people have hated me. Here where Christ is speaking, the me is that higher state of consciousness. How many times you try to preach knowledge to people and they don't want to hear it? How many times have you tried to help people seek the greater them and people are so burned by the world and burned by their problems and burned by their issues that they don't even want to hear anything. It might to them sound like another, oh, another motivational speech or another, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy for you to say or easy for someone else, but it's not that easy. They will come up with ways to run away from the truth. You see what I'm saying here? You see what I'm saying here. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of this world, therefore the world hateth you. The world will hate the truth. The world will hate those who seek to change. But eventually, if you keep on hammering, you stick with your ideals, if you stick with your belief, if you stick with what you want to do and stick with knowing that you will change for the better, then you will get what you are seeking. Remember that. Remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. You're not greater than that which is in you. The Lord, the authoritative figure, the Lord that lies in you dormant and that you have to awaken. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. So people will always persecute those who speak the truth or those who go on to do what is different from the norm. So if you worry about being persecuted while you're on your journey or worry about the problems that others are trying to install in your life, you will not be the greatness that you're supposed to be. So if you are on your journey and you are focused, don't worry about the persecutions or the problems that others might throw your way. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake. So you have to know that you will get told it can't happen. You will get taught and told negativity. But the way how you stay away from this is that you don't accept it. If you keep your vision in your mind, imagination is strong and you are connected with that infinite intelligence that lies within you, all will go your way. Everything will go as planned and you won't have to worry about any issues. But if you allow the world or the naysayers to seep into your soul, they will tear you apart and you will fall another victim of sin. And sin means nothing more than failure, missing the mark. And many have sinned in this world. You shall know this. And you, when you know this, it will keep you alive. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. They do not know him that sent me, because a lot of people don't know their I am. You see, when it says, who have sent me unto you, I am. And many don't know that. So you will deal with all of this. You just better not accept it. If I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin. But now they have no cloak for their sin. You can't hide the sin. When you understand the truth is there, the sin here is to accept failure and to accept coming up short and not being the person who you're supposed to be. He that hateth me 
hateth my father also. People who will always try to turn their back on knowledge or turn their back on the truth. And by hating the truth, you hate that inside in you. You hate anything that will give you awareness. And if I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. But this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. People will hate the knowledge and they will hate anyone who tried to seek to do better and to break away. And they don't even have a cause or a reason why, but they just hate anyone that go against the status quo. But if you accept that, then you are going against what is meant to be for you. Never accept negativity and never accept it. But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, that spirit of truth is that spirit of knowledge, that spirit of you know what is supposed to be done to bring your life to what it's supposed to be. So why not accept the spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And yea, also shall bear witness, without yea, have been with me from the beginning. You will eventually bear witness of all the great things that you will accomplish because your accomplishments will speak. That spirit of truth will bring you forward. But if you don't accept it, then you will not go forward. And you will testify to everyone and tell them how you became who you are. And your story will be your spirit of truth coming through. And your story will be what God has given you because you are God and that inner instinct. And when you get the feeling of there is more out there and there's more that you can do, that is God telling you it is time. So I want you to think on that, brothers and sisters, and focus because you are greatness. I thank you for listening to me, and I hope you go on down to MindWorthyInfo.com and subscribe because it is beautiful, and may you all have a beautiful day. Now, let us go into the silence. <laughs>